Joining us by phone right now, one of our favorites, it's Lindsay L, lindsayl.com or at lindsayl on social media where she's fantastic with her fans. We've got to congratulate her on the number one. We've got to talk a tour. We've got to talk new music. Uh, but first of all, we just got to say hello. Hey, Matt, this is Lindsay. How's it going? I'm good, thank you. How are you doing? Calling us from Las Vegas, I'm being told. I am. Yeah, I'm doing awesome. The past couple of days have been a little bit of a whirlwind. We just finished a three-week tour in the U.K. and Germany, and then from playing, like, in this crazy arena in Berlin until getting on a plane, being in, like, seven different airports, and then we just landed, like, 30 minutes before we needed to be on stage last night in Las Vegas, and and <laughs> the band and I like, grabbed our suitcases. I quickly threw makeup on my face, and then we got on stage and so it's it's been, like, kind of a crazy past couple of days. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, thanks for calling me then instead of taking a nap. I really appreciate that here this afternoon. Um, of course. I wouldn't have missed it. Love it. Hey, so quickly then, since you're doing so much airport travel and it's that holiday time of year, what's a Lindsay L. Airport survival tip when you're going to so many places like that? Ooh, very good question. Um, my airport survival tip is grab good food when you can. Because sometimes... With delayed flights and you never know weird airports, when you see, like, an opportunity to get some good food, you do it. You grab it. You grab it to go because you just never know sometimes with delayed flights or or flying into weird airports where they don't have any food. Like, the minute you see something you like, you should grab it. So you always have, like, snacks or something in your bag. I absolutely love that. Well, this is great. This is great to talk to you. I was thinking today before I actually got on the phone with you uh, when the last time we saw you was. And the last time I can remember was when you and I went record shopping in downtown London. Do you remember that? I, of course, I will never forget that. That was one of the coolest things I've ever done. And I cannot believe that was the last time. That feels like forever ago. It does feel like forever ago. And then I was trying to picture it in my head today, the music you were kind of perusing through. And I remember specifically, did you pick up a Carol King record that day? I sure did. Yeah! One of my favorite songwriters. I mean, she is like ultimate. Well, I know you're doing a lot of songwriting right now, so what maybe what music are you listening to that's maybe inspiring you nowadays? If, if it was Carole King a year ago, where are you at musically now? Well, I, I still need to thank you for that record shopping. That was one of the coolest things I've done. I love vinyls. I love records. I love supporting local businesses. And um, the fact that you guys do things like that is just so, so cool. Um, I'm still listening to Carol King, believe it or not. I'm listening to a lot of Stevie Wonder, Aretha Franklin. I'm, I love Motown music, and I've been listening to a lot of it, and I don't know what it is about, like, the rhythms or the lyrics or the soul in it. I just, I'm so inspired by it. Now, for the most part, you've been keeping things tight-lipped on this next project. Any Motown inspiration in there, you think? <laughs> yeah, there definitely will be a few songs that you can hear some influences for sure. I'm so excited about this next album. I've been writing a lot about what's been going on in my past, in the, in the past couple of years. You know, I've been through a breakup. I've been through a few health scares. I feel like anytime we go through moments of transition in our lives, we, we face all of these feelings of, of moving on from things, of letting go of things, of accepting them, of denying them. And I've been writing about every step of that process, you know, going, going through the tunnel, doing the work, coming out the other side is feeling like somebody who wants to take control of their life. And this brand new song, um, the first single off the sophomore album uh, called I Don't Love You is sort of the first step of that process. 
I love it. So it's been well documented who this may or may not about. We'll leave that uh, for another day. Let's dive a little deeper here. This one was written by Adam Hambrick, Melissa Fuller, and Neil Medley. And when I was doing my research, I was surprised because it felt like you on a piece of paper being brought to life. And then I was like, wow, she didn't even get a writing credit on that. How'd that work out? You know, cutting outside songs is not something I normally do. But the minute I heard the song, I was like, this feels like my song. Yeah. And somebody once told me, they were like, if you hear something that you know you would have never written, but feels like you wrote it, you need to cut it. And when I look up to some of my idols, be it, you know, Garth Brooks and Miranda Lambert and Thomas Rhett, and like here are incredible songwriters, but they cut outside songs and make them their own and have a way of bringing them to life. And Kenny Chesney and Luke Bryant, like, I mean, you look at the A-listers up there, even Keith Urban, like all of them, understand sometimes when a great song comes comes across their path and um the first time i heard i don't love you it i just fell in love with it i mean i'm like i do have stevie wonder records in my living room and my ex-boyfriend hated taking takeout from restaurants and it would drive me crazy and i'm like this (laughs) song was written for me this song was written for me i love it well you can definitely tell you're into the song in the performance of the song the track we have here at canadian country radio uh you you performed it awesome what was the what was the studio process like for this one the studio process was um was was different for me than any previous studio experience I've really had you know I've been working with Dan Huff and I I look up to Dan so much just as a guitar player and a producer he's so talented and um being able to to stand in front of a mic and having somebody make you feel so comfortable that you're willing to cross some of those those boundaries as a as a musician and as a singer it's sort of a rare place to be and it's a really vulnerable place to be but Dan does such a good job of making you feel so comfortable and so okay in in the hot seat. I mean, playing guitar in front of Dan Huff was one of the most nerve-wracking things I've ever done. I mean, here's somebody who's played on Michael Jackson records, and I have to go play a solo in front of him. But he just made me feel so comfortable and and be like, all right, let's do this. And that's a great job. And, And maybe try singing this up the octave. And I'm like, yeah, Dan Huff, I can sing that up the octave. Absolutely. And so I just, I feel like he inspired me so much to want to perform at the absolute best I could and um, this next single and for sure this next record is definitely showcasing that I feel like we've definitely raised the bar with um, the music and and the song aspect of it. And so I'm so excited for you to hear the rest of the album, but I'm really, really excited about this next song, I Don't Love You. Yes, awesome. Well, hey, you just got me excited about working for Dan Huff eventually one day, too. <laughs> I wish he was here with me right now, giving me uh, feedback. I That's great. It. So is it Dan for the entire uh, record? I don't have a lot of information on that. It is, yeah. Awesome, because yeah. the, the sound sounds good worked. on the first one here. Thank you. The first time I actually worked with Dan was on um, the song I sang with Brantley Gilbert, What Happens in a Small Town, and it was the first time I'd ever really been in the studio with him, and I fell in love with the whole experience of it. And and the next day, after recording my first guitar solo with him, he sat me down and he was like, Lindsay, for a jaded guitar player, you made me feel really inspired by your solo. And I was like, Dan Huff, that is one of the coolest things that you ever could have said to me and so we just have a really cool creative working relationship and um i'm i'm excited we're actually we haven't finished recording the, the album yet we go in in a couple weeks to finish it and i cannot wait i am looking forward to this and hey since you gave me the perfect segue congrats on the number one with that duet with brantley gilbert that's amazing thank you thank you so much i've been dreaming of having a number one 
in the States ever since I was a little girl. And the fact that it happened during CMA Awards, I was performing on the award show with Little Big Town, and the, the same week we released I Don't Love You. It, was, it just felt like everything happened at once. Rightfully so. I watched that performance, by the way. Great job. And hey, so next up, we just got to drop the Brantley Gilbert from the title and get Lindsay Ella number one. How's that sound? <laughs> that sounds like a plan, Matt. I'm totally into that. Well, I'd love it if we could get it with this single because that would uh, sell a lot of tickets. You just had that tour with High Valley. Eli Youngban and Jade Eagleson announced for some Western Canada dates. Congratulations on that. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to hop on the road with... With the High Valley boys, I've looked up to them so much, and, and they're just so, so sweet. And so the fact that, you know, we, we played on the CCMAs together, and now we're, we're going out on the road, it's going to be so much fun. Well, I'm officially out of time with Lindsay L. here, so thank you so much for uh, sharing with us here today. Uh, quickly, really fast, do you have any time for yourself over the holidays for Christmas time? Yes, Matt, you'd be proud of me. I'm actually taking my first vacation in three years. Yes, girl, <laughs> Yes! I am going by myself because I, I, like, didn't want to take a vacation for so long because I'm like, I don't have a boyfriend. Where am I going to go? I'm just going to spend money to go somewhere by myself. And eventually I'm just like, I need to do this. So I'm going to Hawaii for a few days. Yeah. And then, um... And then I'm going to go home to see mom and dad and my brother for, for the holidays. So it'll it'll be really good. I'm really looking forward to the last half of December. No doubt. Well, well-deserved. Uh, looking forward to 2020 from Lindsay L. It's going to be your decade, girl, so keep it up, all right? Thank you so much, Matt. It's so good to talk to you. Yeah, it's good to talk to you. Come record shopping again soon. I love my Frank Turner. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, done and done. Don't tempt me with a good time. Good, good. All right, we'll see you soon. I took enough of your time today. Enjoy and uh, get some rest, okay? Thanks, Matt. You too. Thanks, Lindsay. Take care.